Now breathe in and out. One. Two. everyone and welcome to another episode of stoned and spiritual i am natalie and with me i have sophia how are you Hello. today sophia pretty good how are you i'm good i think we both were just talking about having naps so <laughs> i think i think we're kind of on the same page this week already <laughs> yeah it's a sleepy so- week it's a sleepy it's a very sleepy sleepy week so if you're new to our podcast you are in for a treat we are usually stoned and we're social we talk about random stuff and this week we are going to talk about sleeping and dreams during the pandemic and this week i am stoned on a hard candy I have no idea what the strain is, but it is strawberry flavored. What about you this week, Sophia? Mm, I actually got a gift a few days ago from a friend. It came in the mail and it was Mother Mary's Medicinals. And it's a safflower oil based tincture. And yeah, I just feel like I'm melting into the universe. (laughs) That is is some good stuff right there, I will say. Yeah. (laughs) I have good friends. <laughs> yeah, I need friends like that who are like, you know what? I'm going to send you some stuff in the mail. <laughs> Those are the best. So I don't know about you, but I know there's been some people who I've talked to, some friends and some clients, and I've read some things online that during this pandemic, People are reporting that they're having more vivid and intense dreams. Have you heard about this? I have not heard about that until today. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's super interesting. Apparently, Google has reported that the searches for the question, why am I having weird dreams lately, has quadrupled in the United States alone. Um, in the past few weeks and it seems that a lot of people are just trying to understand why the pandemic and being on lockdown maybe have seeped into their subconscious a little bit and so we're gonna talk about that today all right have you have you been having any weird dreams or vivid dreams since the pandemic started I always have weird, vivid dreams, so I don't, I mean, honestly, I feel like they've been a little bit calmer and like, not since the pandemic, but in the past like month, like I feel like, Mm -hmm. because my dreams are sometimes Mm -hmm. so annoying and intense that like I wake up and can't go back to sleep and I feel like I've been sleeping better since the pandemic. It's like the opposite. Interesting. you're having the opposite effect well I know that generally um if you are a heavy stoner 
that you may not dream at all, um, which I found really interesting a few years ago when I found that out. Um, if mm. you smoke, if you smoke a lot, then what happens is your brain kind of just doesn't really do the dreaming thing. Um, there's a lot <laughs> of evidence that shows that, that cannabis oh and, you know, the, the, TC, the THC in it reduces the mm-hmm. amount of time that you spend in REM sleep. And REM sleep mm-hmm. is where you're doing the most dreaming. And so yeah. if you're someone who does cannabis daily then they you probably don't remember your dreams that's one of the side effects um of thc is to suppress rem sleep and so they either don't remember their dreams or they remember less while they're smoking um Mm -hmm. and i've never suffered that side effect thankfully but i know (laughs) quite a few people (laughs) quite a few people have suffered from that and uh i guess normally my dreams are kind of weird like I used to keep a a dream journal do you ever have you done a dream journal before it hasn't come out yet (laughs) in my mind I'm like I'm gonna do it but like I don't remember a lot of them when I wake up so it's like or they're just Mm. so intense but like I can feel the intensity but I don't remember them so it's like yeah it's hard to write that down Oh, okay. So, so maybe, maybe you are experiencing the side effect of the THC and not remembering. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's what's happening for me. I'm, I'm really into dream interpretation, um, which is Mm -hmm. just, you know, the process of just, you know, finding out what your subconscious is trying to tell you. And some people, you know, don't believe in this and some people think it, I'm, I'm not, super anal about I had a dream about falling and that means this absolutely but I think it's really Mm -hmm. fun to sort of look at the 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 hidden meanings that could be behind some of the dreams that we have Mm. okay so you're like a dream expert (laughs) I don't know if I'm a dream expert but um I do interpret dreams for other people and for myself I know that um, if you're listening and you've probably had a dream where you're falling, this is one of the most common themes in a dream. And falling is usually an indication of like any sort of insecurities or instabilities or anxieties that might mean you're, you're feeling overwhelmed in your real life. And so falling dreams, you know, so a lot of dreams kind of line up with, with what they seem like they're about um Mm -hmm. it's usually your mind trying to make sense of what's knocking around in your head um if you're dreaming of balloons then that's different balloons mean like Mm -hmm. aspiration and goals and sort of that you're feeling ambitious and that situations are going to improve so as you can see like you dream about balloons, you dream about falling, you dream about certain animals or conversations with people. And people who are into dream interpretation have all these ideas about what different dreams mean. Mm. <laughs> so I guess it just depends on, on what what you believe in or what, you, what you're thinking about. Yeah, that's so interesting. So, yeah, I mean, I, I used to have this really common dream a lot about 
waiting for a bus, like waiting in a bus stop in the rain. And so that was a big, yeah, that was a big, (laughs) that was a big thing for me. And so I was like, I'm going to find out what this waiting for the bus is in this this room. Um, And I think what I ended up finding out is that it's, it was just, it's literally like you, you have a long wait ahead of you for something or you're preparing Mm. for an experience that you don't really want to have. So it's, that's what I like about dream, dream interpretation. It's kind of like tarot and Oracle cards and things like that. You know, it's, it's definitely up for interpretation. That's super interesting. I used to have this dream in college where I was falling all the time, like legit every day. Like I wouldn't want to like want to go to sleep because I would like fall all the time. It was so weird. I don't know what happened, but yeah, it was like months. That's stress. That's so wild. Yeah. Maybe, crazy. Probably. It's crazy. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what I found out when I was looking up online because like I said this has been coming up so often for me that's why I was gonna talk about it today and some Mm -hmm. people have written us and wanted to know a little bit more about why they're having such weird dreams during the pandemic and it seems to be a side effect just in general when there's any kind of crisis or global I guess I don't want to say like global disturbance almost Mm -hmm. um a lot of people reported having this after like 9-11 and things like that so this seems to be directly related to a general sense of heightened anxiety for everybody yeah would you are you one of those people Mm, yeah yeah I think so too I was gonna ask if you are you one of those people who you can walk into a room and feel when like someone is stressed or worried without them saying anything yeah and it's frustrating sometimes but yes yeah and people don't I don't think a lot of people like to really admit that they can pick up on that sort of energy and like you can call Mm -hmm. it whatever you want but this is what I was talking about in another podcast when we were saying like you go somewhere and you can be like oh this place is dead there's no one here I don't really it doesn't seem fun or you mm-hmm. can walk into somewhere and be like yeah the energy here is great everyone's excited and so I think right now on a whole the energy is just all over the place I think people yeah. are just kind of it's it's crazy right now for a lot of people so I think that's that's playing a big role into the vivid strange dreams that everyone's having yeah definitely I agree with that for sure there's a lot of high emotions there's a lot of fear and anxiety uncertainty and yeah it's getting very deep into people's psyche and emotional states I could see that Mm -hmm. being a connection for sure yeah so we'll we'll talk about a little bit I guess some of the reasons why this might be happening. So one of the reasons is like we said, this kind of this weird energy around the world right now where everyone's in this heightened place of anxiety and this sense of uncertainty and this overwhelming sort of just stress that everyone's feeling. Um, the, The effect of that is probably making people stressed to the point where they're sleep deprived right Mm -hmm. so if you're not getting that you know REM sleep that you need 
for the next day, like we were talking about, if you're getting stoned, then you can have something that's, that's called like REM rebound. And you'll just kind of get stuck in this, <laughs> this loop of not being able to really get restful, restful, peaceful sleep. Because even though you might be sleeping more, you might, you know, have a different schedule right now, you might not be getting the deepest sleep that you need. Yeah. Yeah. And I think staying in bed more, there's a lot of people who are sleeping more because they're not leaving the house. They're not, I mean, we started this by saying we feel like we need naps. (laughs) So, So, um, you know, if you're, if you're working from home or you have one of those flexible schedules and you're not, I think a lot of people are on a weird schedule right now. I don't know about you, but I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been I've been taking a nap at this time every day um, for the past couple of weeks. And this, you know, not having your commute and not needing to rush out in the morning means you don't have to get up early. And if you don't have to get up early, it means you can stay up later. Mm-hmm. And so um, if you are able to recall those dreams right now if you're having heightened dream recall that's because you're sleeping longer and you're getting a more natural like you said you're you're getting the positive effect of something (laughs) like this you're able to sleep for longer and get some deeper more restful sleep and there are other people who are like you who are who are saying online and in social media this is some of the best sleep of my life right yeah i'm getting that's so wild. So, that's weird, right? I like it. I like weird and, things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, our brains are so, I always say this, our brains are one of the things we know the least amount about because they're so complex. And you can't really go in and, you know, examine brains the way you can when someone breaks an arm or something else or even yeah. heart surgery. It's a lot different. You know, you can't. You can't really go poking around in someone's <laughs> brain and get the answers that you're looking for. <laughs> if only um, it was that easy. <laughs> if only. Um, one of the other things is if you're at home and you're with other people, now you've got sort of a captive audience and you all are probably having strange dreams or sleeping longer or, you know, not on your normal schedule. And so you have time now to talk to possibly more people about your dreams in the morning. And so sharing your dreams actually reinforces your memory of them. So the more you share your dreams or mm-hmm. keep a dream journal, etc., that's going to help you to remember more of your dreams in the morning to tell someone. Ah, I didn't know that. So if I do remember one, I just go make sure I tell everyone in the house and then tell them all again later (laughs) and then tell them and then tell them all again (laughs) Um, (laughs) just let them know I'll tell them like why are you Uh, telling me all this like Natalie said to repeat it so I'll remember it so you're helping (laughs) me out (laughs) um I know one of the really cool things you can do about dreams because you know, what you're seeing every day, what you talk about, your your thoughts, even just passing thoughts. Sometimes 
you know, you'll be driving and you see a sign and maybe you think, oh, that's a funny sign, but you don't even say that to anyone. It's just in your head and you Mm -hmm. keep driving. And then later on you have a dream and you're like, oh my gosh, like, why did I dream about this funny word? And it might have been on a sign that you saw. Mm. So one of the, yeah, because it's in your, it's all in your subconscious. Right. So, um, what you can do if you want to test out this little theory is to get better dream recall is every night before bed you can try it this week if you want um for a few days what you want to do is go to bed and focus on one flower any flower that you want i usually try to do it with like a a red rose if you just focus on a red rose before you go to sleep think about this red rose Think about what it smells like. Think about what it feels like, what shade of red it is, um, if it's wilting, if it's in a vase, anything. Just focus on this rose in your mind for a few minutes every night before bed. And usually that rose will appear in one of your dreams after you've been thinking about it. I want to try that. Definitely. Yeah, you should try it out. It's a it's a neat trick. It doesn't work for everyone, but it works for it works for a lot of people. Um and obviously the more in depth you get with focusing on the the rose, um the greater chance you have of it appearing in your dream in some way or another. And I even know some people who are like, "Oh, in my dream I talked to someone named Rose." Ooh. Um I didn't see a rose. I talked to someone named Rose. So it, it can show up in a lot of different ways. You can sort of test that out if you want to see how much, you know, what you're thinking about even before bed can influence what you end up dreaming about. That's so cool. I definitely want to try that. That sounds awesome. If I, I'm like, if I remember at the moment, I'll remember. And then like, when I wake up, it'll like disappear. Mm -hmm. But I'll have that, I'll have that inner knowing that it happened. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And as, you know, as I was saying before, it's, this is not the first time that people have reported having dreams like this because dreaming will help you cope mentally with whatever's happening in your waking world. And Mm. Sometimes it's just, you know, reflecting realities and, and things that you're worried about. And so this can be stress, a stressful dream time for people. If people are anxious or they're stressed or they're worried about their families or they're worried about work. So a lot more people are reporting dreams about fear and embarrassment and social taboos. And, um, a lot of my friends are dreaming about their work and just, like not being able to complete projects and things on time yeah which is interesting um and some people are having really literal dreams about contamination or disease or oh wow um some people are having dreams about like infections and things like that and so this is not like i said this isn't unusual when it's a stressful time like this a lot of people after 9 11 reported having a sudden influx of anxiety and a lot of people were traumatized and seeing the images on tv as well yeah Um, it was just it was just one of those things where it heightened everything for for some people and Mm -hmm. their dreams sort of reflected that and so if you're watching tv if you're if you're absorbing that news through your google feed or whatever it is 
all of that through social media and things like that. That's why I've been taking my Friday to just be like Friday and no news mm-hmm. on Friday. Yeah. I feel that. I like that. I That's I haven't even read the news personally myself. I just like if there's any important update, I just let my sister tell me what it is. Other than that, I've mm-hmm. been like not even reading anything related. I don't even have the news little app thingy that would pop up on my phone. I like turn that notification thing in the little box off and I was like, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah. For some people it's, it's too much. It's, and it's, and that's perfectly okay. There's no, um, there's no reason like, I don't, unless you're, you know, you want to be super informed, you don't need to constantly be checking the news because it's, it's just going to add to that Mm -hmm. anxiety and I know for some people who are staying with their family right now, some of my friends are back at their parents' house to help take care of them or just, you know, to make sure they're okay. They've said, like, their parents are watching the news way too much. And oh. it's starting to get to them because they're yeah. like, I don't want to, I don't want to be, you know, subject to all of this coming at right. me. But my parents are watching the news a lot. And um, I, I know everyone wants to be informed and it's good to be informed, but there's a balance. And so you don't want to overdo the news yeah. intake um, or else you will end up having kind of crazy dreams. Yeah. Hmm. That is a bummer. <laughs> uh, one of the other things, though, is that you can be kind of working through problems when you're dreaming you know one theory is that dreams serve to process your emotional demands day to day and to commit experiences to memory and to solve problems so that you can adapt and learn from them I most people have had dreams that are a memory that mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I dreamed about that time. Yeah. I was, you know, at this beach or et cetera. And so dreaming does help commit experiences to memory, but it also helps you solve problems. And so again, like REM sleep is the most important sleep we get. It's when we're dreaming, it's when our body's doing all that good stuff where it's like helping our cells regenerate and stuff. And so this is again during REM sleep the areas of your brain responsible for emotions and memory and how you're acting and what you're seeing, they're all reactivated. Um, And so this is, this is not necessarily what you think like when you're awake, this is what your brain's doing when you're asleep. And so it can help you work through what you're doing. That's why you might notice in your dream, you're walking through things but you're Mm -hmm. not necessarily interacting with them Mm. Um, you're kind of like surveying situations sometimes in dreams yeah that's happened to me where you're just like oh okay I'm just I'm just here and I'm just (laughs) I'm just (laughs) I'm observing I'm observing now um (laughs) and that's that can that can be one of the positives is that you have time to sit and really think about your dreams and think about the problems that you're facing day to day. Like I said, even if it's something like 
coming up with a podcast or whatever, you know, that might be something in your dream where you're, you're stressed about what will I do with all this free time? Oh, mm-hmm. I had a dream that I started a podcast and then you kind of start a podcast. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so it really, it really depends on what, what your mind's thinking about. Um, I think that the main takeaway is that please guys go the fuck to sleep. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> please please go to sleep because if disrupted sleep and dreams are problematic or they're distressing for you um it's just going to stack on itself and you really mm-hmm. need to take a step back and think about your sleep schedule right now and think about any behavior that's changed during the pandemic you know i think you made a good point there Sophia, that you have taken this opportunity to get more sleep than you normally would. Do you have a sleep routine that you used to go to bed? Um, Not really, because I would travel a lot. And so mm-hmm. I would just sleep whenever the time came to sleep. Um, it was very mm-hmm. inconsistent. And in between traveling, it was, again, the same thing. It was not very consistent. I wouldn't get restful sleep. It would just... You know, I'd sleep like three or four hours in the middle of the night and then I'd be up and then I'd nap in the middle of the day. And it was just, mm-hmm. yeah, it was so bad. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds like me. I also traveled a lot. I did a lot of international traveling. So my sleep mm-hmm. was always on some other weird schedule. And so I was always, yeah. I'm one of those people who's always catching up on sleep, you know, catching, mm-hmm. <laughs> catching up. So, on you sleep. know, yeah. And yeah, it's, oh. yeah. I know there's people who, I know it's like a common thing that gets thrown around is that, okay, you need, you know, six to eight hours of sleep. And if you don't get it today, then you make up that time tomorrow. <laughs> and then if you don't get it tomorrow, then that's that. It's been proven that you can't bank sleep like that. Right. And so, so you really, you know, if you're missing out on two hours of sleep, then you can't make up for it the next day. You can't, you're not, you know, at a certain point it's going to top out. I think it's, I think it's something like two or three days. And then that kind of just, you're in a deficit. You'll never work out of that deficit by just trying to catch up on it all in one day. Yeah. Um, yeah. That does not work. Just, it honestly makes you feel you. worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to see what other people are dreaming about, check out the hashtag, hashtag pandemic dreams, because people on social media are sharing all of their weird dreams and their new sleep patterns and the nightmares and the strange Aww. and the fun and all the weird dreams that, that they're having. And it's pretty, it's, it's pretty interesting to see what everyone else is dreaming about um, compared to like, you know, what you're dreaming about or what you're not dreaming about. and your schedule, you know, if you're, if you're like Sophia and I, and you were traveling, you were just getting sleep when it was time, you know, when you could squeeze it in, <laughs> this is a good time for you to try to deprogram whatever that previous, I guess, non-schedule schedule thing was doing. And so, mm-hmm. um, you, How you are have you a doing chance it? to, to to reset things um for me so i'm i'm a night person i'm a night owl i function best at night um mm-hmm. 
know, I've, I've spent a lot of years figuring out why I'm not a morning person. I can do mornings. I'm just not happy in the morning. Um, Same. For me, I've been, I've been trying to get really rigid about it. You know, last night I went to bed at 530 in the morning, so I'm not mm-hmm. always doing it. <laughs> but <laughs> you can start by doing these three things to keep your dream and your sleep schedule as peaceful as possible. Uh, first, you want a consistent bedtime and wake up time. Okay, that's one of the best things you can do. If you do that, your sleep quality is most likely going to go up, which means you're going to wake up less frequently during the night and the dream recall itself will be less because you've slept all the way through it. So I'm trying to figure out a good bedtime and a good wake up time for me. Um, the next thing is, again, limit your interaction with any stressful media. And I suggest not watching news or looking at the news, you know, 30 minutes after you wake up, not until 30 minutes after you wake up. And don't read any news and things 30 minutes before you go to the bed, you know, limit your exposure right before bed so that you can avoid dwelling on these new stressors before you go to sleep. Because even if you don't feel it, your subconscious mind is taking it all in. Mm-hmm. That's great advice too, for sure. I know a lot of people need to be doing that. Absolutely. And the third thing I've done is kind of schedule a buffer zone. And so this is something I've really been trying to prioritize is the 90 minutes before bed. I'm trying to use this time particularly to rewind, reduce my exposure to stressful content, listen to Mm. some music or read a book, or even if you're, you know, if you're a nighttime meditator, then meditate at night. You can use your phone. There's lots of apps. You can, you can write out whatever has been stressing you down. And that way it's out of the way and it's out of your head. It's on a piece of paper so that your brain is not really trying to hold on to that all night long through the night. Hmm. I like that. So those are some tips if you're having weird dreams um, or having a weird sleep schedule, things you can try to do to normalize it. Because, you know, my husband's kind of the opposite. He's sleeping till like three or four in the afternoon. And I'm, I'm like, get up. <laughs> and he's like, why? There's really nothing I have to do. Um, and that's true. Yeah. There isn't anything you have to do. But your insomnia, if you suffer from it or or even right. prone to it, it's just going to get worse if you if you don't reel it in now. And now's a good time to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm still so. working on it. I don't have a sleep schedule. I need to. It's still it's better, obviously, because I don't have anywhere to go. But it's like <laughs> it's still bad. Like you know, like I'm still up super late, and like I don't get up in the morning until like eleven. You know, and then mm-hmm. even then, I don't even talk to other humans until like twelve, one, two. <laughs> like. <laughs> So I'm going to take some some of those like tips that you gave and I'm going to try it out this week and see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, just try, like, you know, give yourself a give yourself a week to sort of get into 
the groove of it. Don't get upset if like you don't, you know, you don't do it every single night. You know, I knew that mm-hmm. I had a lot of things to do today. I had a lot of errands to do. And so I'm assuming that contributed to me being up last night until 530 this morning. Um, but tonight I'm going to make sure <laughs> I get to bed. Um, I shoot for like two because I wake up at 11. That's my normal wake up time. I try to do natural waking up versus being woken up by an alarm whenever possible. Um, it's always better if you can wake up naturally, but if you can't, you know, try and set an alarm and, and get on that good schedule if you can. So now we will get into Munchie of the Week. Are you ready Woo-hoo! for it? I um I took again I took I took a page out of your book this week so the munchie of the week this week is seaweed snacks you know the seaweed chips oh seaweed cheats yeah Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So nice. I've got some Annie Chun's organic seaweed snacks. Um, I just got classic sea salt flavor. I am really big into seaweed, into seaweed sheets. If you've <laughs> never had them, they're really, they're really good. Um, for my for my my munchy scale here for tastiness, mm-hmm. oh, I'm giving it so many thumbs up. I'm giving it like all the thumbs up. It's, mm. It's all the thumbs. I like it. All the thumbs. Yeah. All the thumbs up Um, for ease of eating while stoned there. I'm going to give it one thumb up for that because when you're stoned, you know, they're, they're very thin and they kind of stick together and um, they're kind of awkward to like fold in your mouth when you're stoned, <laughs> <it> seems, <laughs> when you when you're stoned, it seems like a whole thing to try and be like well yeah I can normally just fold this but my hands aren't working right oh my um, gosh it's funny so so one one thumb up for ease of eating while stoned and for size of munchie I'm gonna give it two thumbs up for this but I'm talking about the the quantity not okay not like the, the whole package size. Yeah, because I think most of the time it comes with 10 sheets per package, the little mm-hmm. like squares, like index cards. And so yeah. 10 seems to be good. Like once I have 10 seaweed <laughs> sheets, I'm kind of like, yeah, that was a perfect size snack. So um, so I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it two thumbs. So I'm talking about like how many there are, not necessarily, again, the ease of eating is, is left to be desired. Um, I, I've been thinking about getting super geeky and cutting my seaweed sheets. Oh, (laughs) yeah. It's that way Mm -hmm. it's ready. (laughs) That way it's stone ready. And I can just grab them and go. (laughs) That is amazing. I love Um, that. So that's, that's our munchie of the week. Um, we have a really interesting stoner question of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you got a peek at that. I, so I did. we've got Mia who's coming in and thanks for writing us Mia. Mia said, "Why do I always have a bad trip? When I first started smoking, everything was fine, but 
when I'm about 20 minutes into my high, I begin to feel lightheaded or dizzy, and then I can feel my heart pounding, and it always ends up with me being paranoid. How do I stop these things from happening? Remember Ooh. me? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that's, that's rough, Mia. <laughs> yes, yes. That's rough. So, um... I know paranoia is absolutely one of the like least favorite side effects of smoking weed. Okay. It's just, it, it's a side effect that's possible for anyone. Right. Um, it's, it's a psych, you know, THC is the psychoactive compound. So it's affecting your brain. And sometimes what's you know your ama godala yeah the <laughs> the part of your brain that you know regulates your emotions like stress and anxiety also regulate paranoia have you ever been paranoid when stoned sophia um a couple of times but i was also doing questionable things at the time so <laughs> so yes, yes. <laughs> But not just from like, you know, sitting around and in general. No, I -hmm. have not. But I have experienced like the lightheaded and dizziness. Dizziness, Um, yeah. And from that, I mean, I don't anymore. But I realized when it was like happening, it was like the strain that was not my friend or the mm -hmm. method of intake, like dabbing or just straight up like a joint or even some like dirtier vapes I've noticed will make you lightheaded Mm -hmm. or dizzy. Um, just cheaper product, honestly, was for like sensitive people. So, so go high end. Yeah. yeah. I know that like, you know, not everyone who uses cannabis will ever experience paranoia. Um, mm-hmm. And if you do, it might not be every single time. For me, it sounds like it's a lot. And so there's a few things that could be affecting this. It could be, Mia, are you doing questionable things while you're getting high? <laughs> Um, when I was in college and we used to hot box all the time, that's when we were super paranoid because we were getting high and we knew we weren't supposed right. to be in the car. And was like, oh my God, is that the cops? Is that the cops? Is that the cops? So you want to make sure you're not doing something questionable. Um, it could be genetics. Um, they've done animal mm-hmm. studies on this sort of thing. And so it could be the back portion of your brain just has more THC sensitivity mm-hmm. than the anterior one, um, which could you know if you're a normally anxious person this could be something that you just you know you're gonna have to work around it could be like Sophia said the THC content I know when people have more than seven or seven and a half milligrams of THC um sometimes I'm sorry um when they have more than 12 and a half milligrams of THC they sort of have the negative feelings and Mm -hmm. negative associations come That's with it true. some people you just can't handle that much and it's okay like yeah I would suggest cutting back mm-hmm. on however much you're using and seeing if that maybe is playing a role um or the strain maybe you know like you were talking about Sophia maybe the strains that you were using were mm-hmm. higher THC strains and that's why yeah they were there's a lot of things yeah and Um, cbd can also help too like if you do cbd along with it or before like mm. within 20 minutes 
of consuming that helps I know like one of my friends would be paranoid a lot and I just remembered as you were talking yeah she started doing CBD tabs with it oh good yeah I always try to make sure I get uh THC that has CBD in it and I know that Mm -hmm. if you're a female you just may be more sensitive to cannabis and its effects um yeah but that also means you're going to be more sensitive to the positive effects too, like pain relief. So pain mm-hmm. relief and paranoia are going to be on two sides of the <laughs> spectrum for your sensitivity. But I would definitely suggest to sort of relax, you know, make your cannabis experience something that's more calm. Don't do it while you're rushing or anything. Um, I do most of my THC at home and so I'm usually in an environment that's familiar to me you know um try to try to have something with sugar you know Mm. I know sugar is good at counteracting THC if you are if what you have is is too high a strain it can help counteract that and and bring that high down for you um I don't know what do you do so do you have any, I know some people have like rituals around doing cannabis. Like I get my blanket, I put <laughs> on my, my, my chill hop. That's what I'm usually listening to, chill step. Or chill hop. I love that. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm usually just like vegging out. That's nice. Out. I do so many things. Um, I'll just walk you through my day. So <laughs> in the AM, I literally am still in bed and I have drops next to my bed and I just drop it under my tongue before I do anything else. So there's that. Um, and like midday, it'll be either I'll do it like in my tea when I have like my tea time or I'm sitting outside with my super cute tea cup on the little, what is that thing called in front of your house? The porch. <laughs> Um, (laughs) I was like, I don't even know that space. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just sitting and being very mindful and just being present and just, I kind of envision like the plant medicine merging with the tea and like the earth of the tea flowing through my body. And I usually like yesterday I was like thinking about love. And so as I was drinking it, I was just imagining love pouring through my body. And so that happens every day. Um, in the evening time, it varies. It can be me just dropping it under my tongue and being wild or me being fancy and like putting it in my dinner or something. <laughs> yeah. That's about That's it. That's nice. Yeah. I like your yeah. ritual. That's good. I don't, I usually do my, I, I don't do um, cannabis every single day. So I usually do it for here for our podcast. And then I do it on like Friday or Saturday nights. Mm. And so I only do it once or twice a week and okay that's why I like I get my my blanket and my, <laughs> my step and like but if I you know I'm rationing it now because I'm in lockdown and I'm not sure mm-hmm. how to trust food and stuff but normally yeah. I have like those five milligram or three milligram mints um okay yeah those, those THC mints um uh-huh. I use I use those just throughout the day and okay those things are the best for me I think they're called relaxing mints um and they're they really are relaxing like I really do I really do love them um and I just pop one of those 
throughout the day and i use maybe like two or three of a day because they're so so low dose it just kind of chills you out just kind of they're a social dose yeah yeah absolutely mellow Um, you're just trying to be mellow yeah just trying to be chill so mia try some of those things if you feel like you're getting super paranoid during that and if that doesn't help then you should probably talk to someone, maybe um, get some professional support for anxiety and paranoid thoughts and see yeah. if that has anything to do with it. A, th- a therapist is going to be able to help you explore those feelings and mm-hmm. any other potential contributing factors to why you may be feeling like that because that's no fun. That is the opposite of what you want to feel when you are trying to get stoned. <laughs> you you really want to just chill the heck out, right? Yeah. For sure. And I love your little your little ritual time. That's so cute. And I'm just like, man, she probably saves on so much weed. I was like, dang. <laughs> oh yeah. But you oh, know, so when I'm when I'm visiting when I'm visiting like California and things like that, oh that's much different. Like <laughs> then I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's just me. I just um, visiting since yeah. birth. So I can't help it. I don't know. <laughs> that's I'm just doing it. I, I do take I breaks though. Like every I like every really? six weeks. Um, I take like three or four days off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've so gone nice times too. where when I'm using heavy, and I say heavy, when I'm using like four days a week, I'll be like, <laughs> all right, like I, like I'm gonna take like a month off and kind Oof. of reset my tolerance because, yeah, otherwise. I, I, I don't want my tolerance to get too high because yeah, I have same. friends who just, they, man, they use circles around me. And I'm like, you have 60 milligrams today? Holy shit. Like, I have yeah. eight. I'm good on eight today. And so um, I like to keep my tolerance pretty low. Again, maybe yeah. I'm one of those people who's just more sensitive to, to THC. I'm not sure. But I don't know. I mean, that's not a bad it, thing either yeah yeah no yeah. i'm not complaining i'm a lot awesome <laughs> try some of those things out mia and hopefully they will not be plaguing you um if you just try them and you know you don't have to try them all at once just try them a little bit at a time but the main yeah. thing is i would say try less of whatever it is you're smoking if you mm-hmm. know and Mia seems to already know this is going to happen 20 minutes after she starts using. So maybe even that idea, maybe tell yourself it's not going to happen this time. Just get into that mindset of like, I'm not going to be paranoid this time. Forget that. I don't want to be paranoid this time. And just Mm -hmm. be positive. See how how that works. Yeah. Be positive. Chill out. What did you say you, you were doing? You said you were focusing on love when you're outside. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good, yeah, pick something positive to focus on, Mia, and hopefully you will be chilling with the rest of us in the (laughs) positive vibes, not the paranoia kind, because that's no fun. Yes. Pick a chill pill. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Literal chill pill. Literal chill pill. Question, Mia, if you want to share in our snack of, or sorry, our munchie of the week, all you have to do is send me another message and I will make sure to get you one out in the post. Other than that, I think, I think that's our episode for today, Sophia. I think it's, I think it's nap time. Is it? I I feel like it just started. (laughs) 
I'll take that nap time. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, We'll be back next week. We'll be back the same time. And um, it won't be nap time maybe next week. And we hope you stay (laughs) stoned and spiritual. And we'll see you again soon.